Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsborough, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 69, Interesting Numbers. Due to an unfortunate internet service outage during the time I normally research and write the script for the podcast, I was stuck at home this weekend trying to think of an interesting topic off the top of my head. Somehow the corny proof that all numbers are interesting, repeated ad nauseum each year by nerdy college professors trying to recruit potential math majors, came to mind. In case you haven't heard it, it goes like this. Suppose not all numbers are interesting. Then there must be a lowest non-interesting number. Call this number N1. But N1 has the property of being the lowest non-interesting number, and this surely makes it quite interesting. Therefore, our premise is contradicted, and there is no non-interesting number. Hence, all numbers are interesting. Thinking about this silly proof brought to mind an anecdote about the famous Indian mathematician Srinivasa Ramanujan, told by G.H. Hardy. When Ramanujan was sick in the hospital, Hardy visited him one day and realized he didn't have much to talk about. So he mentioned that he was disappointed to have driven to the hospital in a cab numbered 1729, which was a rather dull number. Ramanujan replied, No, it's a very interesting number. It's the smallest number expressible as a sum of two cubes in two different ways. Ramanujan was actually a rather colorful character in general. Born to a high caste but poor family in India in 1887, he received a standard education, but at the age of 15 a friend got him a loan of an outdated college math textbook, Carr's Synopsis of Pure Mathematics. This text only covered developments through about 1860, but Ramanujan continued from there and ended up proving contemporary European theorems in many domains, and going beyond them in some areas, though he didn't realize it. Lacking interest or skills in English, he failed the scholarship exams, and eventually got a job as a clerk. In 1913, he worked up the courage to write to the famous G.H. Hardy, who was then at Cambridge, with a few of his theorems to see if they were any value. At first, Hardy was dismissive of this odd letter from a distant Indian clerk, but once he read the details, he was astonished. Some of the theorems turned out to replicate classical or well-known results, though Ramanujan obviously did not have much access to current literature. But some were deep and quite surprising to Hardy. To give you a flavor of the kind of math in the letter, one theorem was that if u equals the infinite series value of x over 1 plus x to the 5th over 1 plus x to the 10th, and so on, and v equals x to the 1 third plus 1 over x plus 1 over x squared, and so on, he could specify the value of v to the 5th in terms of powers of u. Hardy remarked that this defeated him completely, and he'd never seen anything like it before. Oddly enough, in addition to his many valuable results, in some areas Ramanujan was just totally wrong, such as in the theory of prime numbers. Hardy managed to get Ramanujan to Cambridge, where he attempted to catch him up with the academic community. In just a few years, he was elected to the Royal Society and received a prestigious Trinity Fellowship. Unfortunately, the climate of Britain did not really agree with him, and he fell ill and died by 1920. And this has been your Math Mutation for today. 